Inside Personal Growth. This is Greg Boyson, the host of Inside Personal Growth. And I want to thank all of my listeners who come from around the world and listening to the words of wisdom from our authors. And today, Mike Payton is joining us. And Mike is the co-author of a book called Get a Grip, How to Get Everything You Want from Your Entrepreneurial Business. Uh, He co-authored that book with Gino Wickman. We're also going to be talking to Mike, uh, because Gino's not available, about a book called Traction, Get a Grip on Your Business. These are kind of companion books, to be honest with you. And the company is EOS Worldwide. Mike, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure, Greg. Thank you for having me. And where are you joining us from today? I'm in lovely Minneapolis, Minnesota today. All right. Well, it is lovely there. It's a gorgeous spot. And especially this time of year. So you're probably enjoying a good fall day today. Um, Agree 100%. We're out here in sunny San Diego. I'm going to let my listeners know a tad bit about you, Mike. Mike Payton has spent most of his life learning from entrepreneurs. Today, he spends all his time giving back as an author, award-winning speaker, certified EOS implementer, and the visionary of EOS Worldwide. Specifically, Mike helps entrepreneurs clarify, simplify, and achieve their vision by mastering the simple concepts and practicing practical tools that he'll be sharing with us today. And believe me, um, if for my listeners, we will be putting a link up to the website for EOS Worldwide, which is where you can learn more money, uh, more more money, where you can learn more about EOS and all of the tools they have. They have so many free tools for business owners to download. Um, And we're going to be speaking about uh, some of those today with Mike. Now, Mike, we're going to start with the Traction book, as I had mentioned before we got on, and this is the expanded edition. And uh, while this isn't your book, Gino, your partner in business there with EOS, wrote the book. And you know, Mike talks about the drivers that compelled Gino to write the book Traction. What do you believe those are? What are those drivers? Well, I, I know what they are because I live them with Gino every day. So um, Gino has a passion for helping entrepreneurs get what they want from their businesses. And as a lifelong entrepreneur himself and then a helper of other entrepreneurs, in consulting with them to help solve their business problems, what Gino discovered is that most entrepreneurs aren't getting everything they want from their businesses. They're putting more time and energy and emotional real estate into their business than they're getting in return. And so he, quite frankly, is driven and passionate about helping reverse that trend, helping a higher percentage of the people who have the courage and the knowledge and the passion to go out and start a business Mm -hmm. really realize everything they want from that enterprise rather than ending up as so many do feeling like the business is running them rather than the other way around. 
That's interesting because, you know, I go back in time with people that have done things like this, but I've, as I've watched how you guys have evolved in your website, I, I remember, and all my listeners are going to probably remember Michael Gerber, right? And Michael mm-hmm. actually, and I have met four or five times, he lives out here in San Diego, he actually lives quite close by. You know, he's used to talk about how people who are technicians, you know, think that they're entrepreneurs, right? So what what's the difference between how you and Gino kind of teach your entrepreneurs, who really a lot of them are technicians, to kind of turn their business into a real business versus wearing all 15 hats that, that usually is talked about? Well, what we've found, and this was Gino's discovery as well, is that as you're growing an organization, most entrepreneurs don't start with the intent of managing 100 people 10 years from now. They start with a passion for something and a, and a technical uh, skill with something, and they go out and do it for a while and wake up one day and they've got 30 people on their payroll and are as mystified <laughs> about that as anybody else might be. Mm-hmm. And, and so what happens as you grow a business is the stuff that helped you as a one-person show or a five-person organization or a 20-person company be successful, all of a sudden isn't working anymore. As an organization grows, it gets intensely more complex with every new customer, every new employee, et cetera. And so people who start organizations need to be able to reinvent themselves over and over and over again, and most can't and many shouldn't. And so what we try to do with EOS is bring a system and a set of simple practical tools that help entrepreneurs stay connected to their passion and their love and the joy of the work they like to do in the business while bringing some focused discipline and accountability into the organization. Mm. And, and And, you know, some of those that we can go right into revolve around what you refer to in traction as the six key components that help business owners simplify the challenges that you just talked about. And what are the, what are the components and how do you and the EOS organization, which is not made up of just you, it's made up of many consultants around the United States um, called implementers who actually go out there and help business owners um, get the job done. What are those components and how do you help business owners take control? Yeah, and, and this stems from discovery as well, right? The common challenges entrepreneurs face tend to fall into six compartments or what we call six key components. And so at a high level, uh, the first component is the vision component, which we like to talk about as getting everyone in the organization 100% on the same page with where the company's going and how it plans to get there. The people component is simply filling the company with great people that are perfectly suited to help you achieve your great vision. The data component is learning to run the business not just on gut, but on the combination of great gut instinct with most, which most entrepreneurs have and actionable, objective, real data that helps you make 
better, stronger, faster decisions every day. And then mm-hmm. what we find when those three components are strong is that your organization becomes transparent. It is very difficult for you to be unaware of any problems, challenges, obstacles, ideas or opportunities you want to go pursue, but you don't have the time or the energy. And that brings us to component number four, which is the issues component. And strengthening the issues component is all about getting real good at recognizing issues as they arise and then in the proper place in the organization, setting them up, knocking them down, and making them go away forever. The process component is is the fifth key component, and that's about instilling consistency, which leads to scalability and ease of management in the organization. And again, we take an entrepreneurial approach, so we're not trying to bureaucratize these companies. We're trying to systemize them, make the most important stuff in the organization get done the right and best way every time without a lot of management or ownership involvement. The traction component's the sixth key component, and and the traction component is about bringing the vision down to the ground and ensuring that everybody everywhere in the organization is executing on the vision every day with discipline and, and personal accountability. And those are the six key components. Well, and I think anybody out there listening who owns a business and is running a business, um, while they may understand that that those are them, they haven't identified them. And I think just taking the time like you did to identify them is so valuable because now it's broken down into segments. They can basically look at each one of these areas where I think in many small businesses, it gets very blurred, Mike. And in like I said, the 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 visionary is wearing so many hats and you know you have a great little story in the book about letting go of the vine um can you explain the story and the syndrome that most business owners fall into yeah so the the concept is that letting go to other people of this great some important stuff in this great thing you built is hard. And so it's just a silly little joke about an entrepreneur that falls off a cliff and it managed to, to grasp onto a vine growing out of the side of the cliff about halfway down. And he looks up and sees that it will be impossible to climb over the craggy rocks to the top. But he looks down and sees that if he lets go, he's going to crash onto the pointy rocks below. And He really has no choice but to channel his inner faith. And he looks up to the heavens and says, is there anybody up there? And a booming voice from above shouts down, do you believe? And and the entrepreneur looks down and looks up again and shrugs his shoulders and says, sure, I believe. And the voice says, then let go of the vine. And the entrepreneur looks up and says, is there anybody else up there? (laughs) <laughs> because letting go is hard. Yeah. And we're all guilty, me included, Greg. And this is one of the things that really drew me to, to Traction and, and Gino in the first place. We're all guilty of believing that when something really important needs to get done in our business, that the only way we can ensure it's done well is if we do it ourselves. And mm-hmm. we just want to acknowledge that that's going to be a struggle for almost every one of the people who read these books. And we want to give people simple, practical tools that help them get over that fear and instill a mechanism 
we're more often than not letting go of the vine pays dividends rather than yielding frustration. Yeah, and I think an important element to add to that is is providing they believe, again, here's another belief, they have a knowing that the people that they're releasing to are competent, um, confident, and can actually get the job done. And then I think it makes letting go a lot easier. Now, you mentioned in the book that most CEOs have a vision. I wouldn't always say that it's a clear vision. Sometimes it's milky vision and it's not so clear. But how do you help CEOs clarify that vision uh, for the rest of the employees so that everyone is aligned and moving in the same direction and working toward not just one common goal frequently in these organizations, there's there's many initiatives going on at any one time. You know, we're working on a new marketing plan and we're working on, you know, uh, revamping our equipment in the company or whatever it might be. How do you get them to line, get in the same direction and get people committed to that common vision and that common goal? Yeah, great, great question. And some great color in there, too, Greg. Obviously, you spent a lot of time with entrepreneurs. And and, you know, the, the first point is that is you're right, the vision isn't always crystal clear in the heads of an entrepreneur. Um, what we believe is that most organizations don't struggle from having no vision, they struggle from having too much vision. Every member of the team has a slightly different view of where we're going, how we plan to get there, what needs to come first, who's gonna do what, etc. And so our approach to strengthening the vision component is we start by getting the leadership team the people, the person who runs the day-to-day business um, and everybody who reports to that person in a room, we roll up our sleeves and we start asking eight simple questions. We use a two-page strategic planning document that includes those questions and we ask question number one and then we won't move forward until every person in that room agrees with the answer to question number one. And when they agree, we move on to question number two and so on. And so it's simply the hard work of clarifying what the vision is in these eight questions, writing it down in clear, simple language, and ensuring that everybody's 100% on the same page. We do that once to create the document, and then we keep coming back to it time in and time out every single quarter because in a fast-moving entrepreneurial organization, things do change. And so, number one, let's be clear and explicit. And then number two, let's revisit the vision often enough to make sure that after 90 days or so, when the rope tends to begin to fray, we get everybody in the room and make sure we're on the same page with where we're going and how we plan to get there. Well, one of the tools you use, and for my listeners, these many of these tools are available at the EOS Worldwide website. Again, I'll put a plug in there because we're going to put a link. Uh, they're very generous with uh, this information. They want to help small businesses. And you have this, what you call the VTO, Vision Traction Organizer. And um, you you speak about the four elements of a successful marketing strategy. Can you mention them and tell us why they're so important to the success of any organization? You bet. So, so uh, the marketing strategy is the fourth question on the VTO or the Vision Traction Organizer. And so we've already, when we get to marketing strategy, 
We've already helped the leadership team clarify the organization's core values, which describe who the people in that organization are at the core and what culture they want to build. Their core focus, which is what the organization or what its leaders love to do and be best in the world at. The 10-year target, which is just a long-range business goal that everybody on the leadership team is committed to achieving. And then the fourth question starts helping answer the question, how are we going to get there? And it really is getting the leadership team on the same page with who our ideal customer and prospect is and what we're going to say to them in a way that will compel our ideal prospects to want to do business with us. We're trying to narrow the focus with those precious few marketing and selling resources that most small businesses have, what we wanna do is equip the leadership team with tools so that if they have 10 conversations, they end up with two customers, which is way better than 100 conversations that create two customers. And so the most important part of those four pieces is what we call the target market, a clear definition of your ideal prospect, the demographic, geographic, and psychographic profile. And then the other three parts of marketing strategy are the three uniques, which are just the three things that when taken together will make you different and better in the minds of your target market. The proven process, which is a one-page visual illustration of the way you take care of your best customers, and a guarantee which is a way an organization can wrap a pledge, promise, or a flat-out guarantee around some common perception about the organization that may turn people off in the selling and marketing process. And with those four elements, all we're trying to do is get the entire leadership team engaged in the process of articulating what is it about this organization that makes us a great fit for our target market, and to laser focus the sales and marketing people on the target market and on those messages so that you can create consistency and scalability as you grow. Well, I'm a big fan of EOS and the tools that you guys have developed. And again, for my listeners, this uh, VTO tool that they use and many of the things that are at the website, um, do avail yourself of that. They're there. They want to get you lined up with a, with a coach if you're so inclined. And Mike, you know, your companion book here, um, get, a grip, get a Grip, and I say companion go, book because it is the companion to the best-selling book uh, traction that we've been talking about. Really, is, it's great because it gives a business owner an opportunity to hear a real story or at least a parable that you've created. I'm sure you took this from years of experience. And this one is about Swain Services. You know, Ellen and Vic are the co-founders. And during a meeting, Ellen is reporting out the dismal results from the company over the last 18 months. Sales and marketing leader, Sue, she says, uh, oh, I'm going to quit because it's my fault. And then she goes, no, no, give us some time. And then Vic believes Ellen's and his roles are not being filled properly. He says, we maybe ought to switch this up. And they argue. Not only they argue, they argue in front of the team. Um, and this presents problems in front of this executive committee. But this time it's different. What's the difference in your estimation? And what is the basis 
that you are really running from inside of this book, Get a Grip. Because this is a whole story about a company, the challenges they're going through, the people problems they're going through. But it's done in, a, in such a different way that I think it's, it's a great read for people. Thank you. I appreciate that, Greg. So the motivation for writing this story as the second EOS book, your readers or your listeners will find that traction creates clarity for its readers about what the six key components are and what tools you can use to strengthen each of those six key components. It is a artful, clever, fun how-to manual. Here's how EOS works. And, mm-hmm. and you're 100% right. I'm so glad you pointed it out, the, the generosity. We really want to share this stuff with the world because we have a passion for helping entrepreneurs. What we find is that a lot of entrepreneurs, there were two motivations for writing Get a Grip, two major motivations. The first was some entrepreneurs don't learn well reading or following how-to manuals. They're experiential learners. And so we wanted to tell a story to help the experiential learners understand what it feels like to implement EOS in their business and to keep them hooked throughout the story uh, so they see things playing out in a way that, um, that might make it clearer what we're trying to do with the tools presented in, in, Get a, or in uh, Traction. Mm-hmm. And then the, the second major motivation was uh, Gino and I are both sort of storytellers at heart, and one of the things we've discovered is that most entrepreneurs are lonely and feel like nobody in the world understands the plight they're experiencing. And so we wanted to tell a real world, gritty, in the trenches. This is stuff we've seen literally dozens of times in hundreds of different companies. You're not alone kind of story. Quite frankly, to boost the confidence and the collaboration and the connectedness of the the typical very busy almost harried entrepreneur and make them feel like there is a way out and and there is a process for um, dealing with these very common challenges and frustrations. Well, you know, one thing that's exemplified in this book is the people challenges, right? The people challenges between the partners right off the bat, uh, Vic and Ellen, and then the challenges they're having. And I think I'd like to go to that question because you know, the people component of a business is is critical to anybody's success. Can you, and one of the things you point out in this book and you pointed out in Traction is your tool called this accountability chart and putting mm-hmm. the right people in the right positions. And a, again, I'm not saying that these two books are the same, but like Mike said to my listeners, you've got a different book here. It's really written, as he said, for the experiential learner. But the tools don't change from book to book. They're the same tools. Um, And so let's talk about the accountability uh, chart tool because it is an integral part of your teaching, and I can see why it's so important. Right, and and so I'm going to create a little context and then go into detail about the accountability chart. So the context I want to create for your listeners is that to have a strong people component you need two things, right people in the right seats. You've got to have both. And those are Jim Collins terms for anybody who's read 
Built to Last and Good to Great and all the great books that Jim Collins has, has read. And we just define what that means and give companies running on EOS a set of tools that helps them get that. Because the concept's simple, achieving it is not simple and not easy. So right people share your company's core values. They fit your culture. It has little or nothing to do with how well they perform in their job and everything to do with how they're hardwired at the core, their attitudes, their behaviors. And so right people just fit your culture like a glove. They're the kind of people you love seeing when you walk in in the morning. And people who aren't right people are driving you crazy and you can't quite put your finger on it. Mm-hmm. Right, right seat is all about making sure you've got people that fill a clearly defined, critically important role in your organization, that what they love to do and are best at matches what your company needs. And the accountability chart is the tool we use to help leadership teams take enough time to regularly define what the right structure is for their business, what each seat in that right structure requires of its employees, and then and only then to put people in those seats who have the God-given talent, the desire, and the acquired abilities to execute properly in that role day in and day out, week in and week out, month in and month out. That's what right seats means, and that's what we use the accountability chart for. And it's really, for everybody, it's really about the roles and what they help you do is define the roles. And I just think that frequently you'll do an org chart and you'll just put up a name and you put up a job description. But you don't always really look closely at the roles. What I want to impress upon my listeners is this accountability chart goes so much deeper than an org chart. And you really need to have one of these. Now, you know, Vic and Alan in your book, Get a Grip, Obviously, much of what you talk about throughout both of your books here is this this component part of actually having an integrator. Now, Ellen is the integrator, and Vic was the sales guy and probably more of the visionary. Um, Talk with our listeners about the importance of having somebody like Ellen, and how do you support that function overall in a company? Because many companies don't have the integrator. Right. Yeah, and this this goes back to the first question, how do you help entrepreneurs realize their vision and build structure and discipline? And so one of the common discoveries we make is a lot of people who start a business from scratch are by nature visionary entrepreneurs. They are idea generators. They are fearless. There is no challenge too great for a visionary. Um, When somebody says to a visionary, you can't do that, it's a motivational speech rather than discouragement. And so so that is a skill set, a mindset, a, a, a way someone is hardwired that is likely never going to change at its core. And that is the kind of person necessary to take a business from zero employees to 10, 20, 50, whatever the number is. At a certain point, when consistent execution, process, rigor and discipline around getting the right people in the right seats, all of that stuff starts to become more and more important. Leading and managing in a way that creates accountability throughout the organization 
driving a pulse into the business, a heartbeat, if you will, um, harmoniously integrating the way people in the company play together to achieve a common good. Those are skills and disciplines much different from what a naturally born visionary uh, is good at and loves to do. And so integrators are people who love to drive the day-to-day, who are Mm -hmm. unafraid about having the tough conversations with their uh, leaders, who realize that when you have 10 good ideas and the resources to implement only one of them, you've got to make tough choices and be laser-focused and all of these things. And so that's what visionaries and integrators are at their cores. And when we start implementing EOS in an entrepreneurial company, we typically encounter one of two scenarios. The scenario in Get a Grip is where there are natural visionary and integrator people in an organization, partners in the case of Swan Services, but they haven't clearly defined their roles, and so they're co-running the company. And one of the rules of having an accountability chart is you can't have two people accountable for one major function because when two people are in charge, nobody's really in charge. And so that's what we share and show and illustrate in, in Swan Services. The other thing many of your readers will be familiar with are when you are a visionary at the core and your business demands that you be in the integrator seat, that is the root cause of many visionaries falling out of love with their business because more and more as the organization grows, they're required to go in and do that day-to-day management stuff that they just don't have any energy for and quite frankly, they're not very good at. And so when we find that visionaries are trapped in their integrator seat, We try and illuminate for them how nice it would be to have somebody who was put on the planet to do that tough day-to-day work and free them up to go be the visionary they've always wanted to be. Well, I think that uh, there's a really key element here, and I want to link the two of these. Now, you have a story that you relate in traction, which is really when you think about what Ellen was doing in the meeting and get a grip. It's the same. And it starts off about this data component that with it's the story is about the pilot over the Atlantic Ocean, all the gauges are broken, he's not knowing where he's going, his airspeed or his direction. Then he makes an announcement to the passengers that this is the case. But then he adds, the good news is that we're making great time. You know, this analogy is how you believe lots of CEOs are running their companies. And the reality is, is when Ellen was giving a report about all the analytics and the bad news about the sales and whatever, she was the one basically saying, hey, look, this is the metrics. This is the, this is our uh, scorecard. And what are the things on the scorecard in your estimation? Because every business owner needs to have a scorecard that the business owner needs to have to properly run their operations so that they know where the heck they are, are they making money, are they losing money, or they got too high a turnover? What goes on that scorecard, Mike? Yeah, and I, and I hate to be the guy who avoids answering the specific question because I work really hard not to give my clients the answer to that question. Okay. What, 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 so what I want to do is create the context that will help your listeners go do that themselves. Uh-huh. What we're trying to do with our data component Greg, is 
is augment the great gut an entrepreneurial leader has with real actionable information. And so the story in the book is basically describing the way things used to work most of the time 20 years ago, 30 years ago now when I started in business, there was no data and a lot of people were kind of flying by the seat of their pants. And what would happen in those situations, and this is my experience as an entrepreneur, I'm just calling myself out here. What would happen in those experiences after the, a couple of great weeks, I'd make a lot of bold decisions and double down on investment and all kinds of stuff because I felt like things were really going in the right direction and we could take more risk and so on. And then inevitably, because whatever God you pray to has a sense of humor, a week or two later, something bad happens and you feel like you just made a terrible mistake, right? Or vice versa. Mm -hmm. and, and so what we're trying to do is create a data component that gives entrepreneurial leaders an absolute pulse on the business. It's comprised of a great monthly or quarterly financial review, of course, but it's augmented by what we call a weekly scorecard that includes five to 15 numbers, preferably leading indicators, things that predict what's gonna be on next month's income statement or balance sheet, rather than stuff that reports what happened last quarter or last month, and by looking at those five to 15 numbers at a glance every week and seeing patterns and trends develop, we're always asking our clients to look at 13 weeks of history at a glance, and they're gonna be able to react to patterns and trends in the data rather than the last week or two of anecdotal evidence that makes you feel overly confident or overly gloomy about the prospects of the future. In a nutshell, that's what we're trying to do with the data component is, is add some real actionable information, high level stuff that gives you an absolute pulse on the business. Well, and I think the important point too is it's real time, right? You're, you're grabbing this data no matter where it's coming from with your real small business and a lot of even bigger businesses, you know, from QuickBooks or wherever you're doing and putting them into a scorecard uh, but most importantly, it's what you do with that data and the decisions you make as a CEO to guide and direct the company as a result of something that's happening, an indicator. And I think that's the most important thing, isn't it, Mike? It is. And, and part of that trick in an EOS company, Greg, is each scorecard measurable that the leadership team is looking at every week has an owner somebody who accepts personal accountability for keeping that particular indicator on track every week. And when the number is off track, that person without having to be directed by the visionary or the integrator knows that it's his or her job to keep the number on track. And so what we're really doing with the scorecard rather than just giving you a dashboard of information is we're also attaching individual accountability for keeping those numbers on track and helping us achieve the bigger goals that are our monthly, quarterly, and annual financial metrics, customer satisfaction, customer retention, those big hairy things. If you're only driving accountability for the end result, you can't react as quickly as you can when you're driving accountability for the leading indicators to those big numbers. Yep, the leading indicators versus the lagging indicators. Really important. Hey, um, is there anything, Mike, that you want to leave our listeners with um, that you think would be compelling for them 
that you're you probably got a group of small entrepreneurs out there listening to this. Uh, business sizes anywhere from you know two million to eight million, which is really kind of your lane that you guys operate in. What would you want to leave them about and tell them about EOS and or either one of the books um, that you think would be important? Yeah, so so I'll I'll give you a couple bullets. The first and foremost to your listeners is please get what you want from your businesses. It is possible. It is why you're working so hard and making so many sacrifices. And if you're one of those people not feeling like that's happening today, I really do passionately believe EOS can help you. The second thing is we do not believe that EOS is the right way to operate every business in the world. We believe that a business owner, an entrepreneur needs to choose a way of operating his or her business and needs to have his or her leadership team 100% on the same page with that way of operating. In other words, you can't run a great organization running on multiple operating systems. You've got to choose one. So what I would ask your listeners to do is if they don't have an operating system, if they haven't agreed with their fellow leaders how we're going to run this business, do that tomorrow, even if EOS isn't the way you choose to run the business. And, and the last is, please ask us to help you. I'm part of a community of 152 passionate former entrepreneurs who are running their own independent businesses as EOS implementers, like Greg mentioned earlier. And, and we really want to help entrepreneurs get what they want from their businesses. So visit our website reach out to one of our EOS implementers and give us the opportunity to help you get what you want from your business. Well, that's really sound advice. Uh, both all three of those points are sound advice. You know, EOS stands for entrepreneurial operating system. And, you know, the first book we talked about to my listeners, uh, Traction, many of you probably know the strategic coach, Dan Sullivan. And Dan actually is endorsing um, the traction book. And he says the book is a must for any business owner and their management team. Traction provides a powerful, practical, and simple system for running your business. And for those of you who know Dan, um, you know, he doesn't lightly just give endorsements like that. He really has come in and worked with Gino uh, and Mike on this. And that's an awesome endorsement to have. Mike, it's been a pleasure having you on Inside Personal Growth, speaking with my business owners and maybe budding entrepreneurs out there. This would be a great way for them to start is get a head start on something like this. Um, and I will put all the links up to EOS Worldwide. Is there anywhere else that you'd want to direct them besides that? I know that um, some of the books actually have their own uh, website. Does Get a Grip have a, a separate website? Just a page on the EOS Worldwide site, Greg. And if you go to EOS Worldwide, that's the home base for finding everything you need that we've got to offer, and you'll be able to navigate your way through to what you're looking for. Great. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on, Mike. I appreciate you taking the time and sharing some of your wisdom with our listeners. And for my listeners, uh, we've been on today with Mike Payton, 
Mike is the co-author with Gina Wickman on a book called Get a Grip, a companion to the best-selling book Traction. And then we talked a little bit today as well about the book Traction, Get a Grip on Your Business, um, which was written by Gina Wickman. And the company is www.eosworldwide.com. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Greg. My pleasure. 